When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're getting ready to go out. You want to get in the mood. There's a playlist for that. You move to the beat. You trip over the dog. You're not dancing anymore. You open the Medibank app and find a physio. We live in an on-demand world. And now your health insurance comes on demand too. Download the new Medibank app today. For SEN America, this is the SEN NFL Podcast. Hello and welcome to the SEN NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Garraway. Sitting across the desk for me is my co-host, James Arthur. G'day, mate. Hello, Richard. How are you? Good, buddy. Today, we're going to go over the newsroom. We're going to take a special look at our, or at the free agencies, you call it our free agency special show, but it's our second show of the new year. So let's get straight over the newsroom. It's time to go into the newsroom on the SEN NFL podcast. Straight off the top, I want to start with Calvin Johnson retires after nine seasons. An incredible career that for mine's finished far too early. Yeah, I have to agree. Um, I, I know there was he mentioned it a few months ago, but it wasn't certain. Much like uh, Marshall and Lynch, everyone kind of thought he wouldn't retire. But he has. He's just had enough. And obviously, he just doesn't love football that much he loves it was a uh, means to an end for him and he was very good at it and he's just had enough now he does play for Detroit so can you blame him well that's two pretty good players at Detroit who who've left now I know um Barry Sanders was a long time ago but the same deal he left early said you know what I've had enough I'm out of here I it just and I guess with the contract he was on no one would have taken a trade for him because he was earning almost quarterback money as a wide receiver uh, and I don't. They certainly couldn't cut him just because of the guarantees in it. So if he'd wanted to leave, there probably wouldn't have been a way to get him out. And he was banged up with a few niggling injuries last year, and he just decided enough's enough. I get. Right, look, we all know my opinion. We've discussed it before. I think you're a long time. You're a long time retired. And if you truly love what what you're playing, then you should play it until your body won't let you do it anymore. Um, Tommy Kinlock's a prime example. Yeah. But this is you know. He can still play. He just doesn't want to. He just doesn't love the game. And it kind of annoys me. And this is just my opinion, but it tarnishes my view on him because he's clearly someone that hasn't played this long and loved football. He's just done it to earn some money, which really annoys me as someone who loves the game. Yeah, I mean, you're you're glowing green with jealousy. What it basically is is yeah. you wish you could, you can't. He's way better than you, is, and he doesn't want to. And we have people that play football your nose. for free, Richard. Yeah, for longer than he has. So <laughs> pay for the privilege. Exactly. So this is that's what bothers me about it. It, it. it is what it is. He's done. He's a Hall of Famer. I know. I said the few weeks ago that he's not, but you look at his numbers. You of look at how good he was. He he might not be a first ballot because of this, but he'll be. He'll get in there eventually. Although if Terrell Owens can't get in, I don't really see how Calvin could. But anyway, Calvin was better. Um, Owens will get in anyway. It doesn't even matter. The interesting thing is his base salary will come off their 2016 books yep. of $15 million. So that So that's a 
bucket load of cash. They got some cap. Now, they didn't use much of it in the free, in free agency because I don't think anyone wants to go to Detroit. That's the problem. So the only thing is, all they're going to take is about a $3 million cap hit for the signing bonus, which gets paid up front, but it's spread across exactly the full thing of the contract. Which is nothing. No. Yeah. No, it's like... Th- yeah, three million bucks with the, with the increases is absolutely nothing. Exactly. So this is actually really helpful for the Lions. Well, it's really helpful, except that you lose one of the best receivers in the NFL. Would you prefer to have fifteen million dollars back or have Calvin Johnson? It won't matter. They're not making the playoffs anyway. Quite frankly. Well, they would. You know, they were. And I'll be honest, as a Cowboys fan, they were a bad call away from making the division rounds in the playoffs last season in two thousand fifteen. Yeah, but I didn't have them coming back. I thought that was a a bob up year. They had a good year. And but I'm certainly not having Calvin Johnson isn't going to help. Sorry, not having Calvin Johnson won't help them. No, the certainly not going to make it's, it now. <laughs> they're going to really struggle. Speaking of retirements, BJ Raju announces his retirement um, this week after a pretty injury-plagued last couple of years. Well, he, yeah. He, in 2010, when they won the Super Bowl, it was how, uh, how are Pittsburgh going to stop Clay Matthews, Aaron Rodgers, and BJ Raju? I looked back at an article from 2010 he dominated that playoff run. He was an outstanding player. Injuries derailed in the last few years, but he had a really good season last year. To clarify, he has retired, but he hasn't. He said he's taking a year off football. And it's becoming this trend. Anthony Davis is at the 49 as the right tackle. He's taken a year off there. I don't, it just comes down to I don't like it because, you know what, he might take a year off and come back and his body might still be broken. Why not just do it while you can? I just, it's the same story as Kelvin. At least you know. At least he's a D tackle. He might not be able to. He can. Well, no, he's you a... don't know how injured he is. Well, he played every game last year. Yeah, but once again, you don't know how injured he is. Yeah, Did he take know. a shot and for every single nose, one of them? Nose tackles are a tough game in the NFL, a tough spot in the NFL. So, look, he said he, he hasn't said he's 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 filed for retirement because that's what you do because you can always be reinstated. But he he has said he's taking a year off and see what happens. But you know, it's not a huge loss for the Packers. If he thinks he can just walk back in a year later, he's kidding himself. No, because you'd imagine, you see the size of him now, imagine him with a year off. I couldn't imagine him working too hard. Moving on to someone else who won't play next season, but for a whole different reason, Martavius Bryant suspended one year for substance abuse. James, what do we keep saying? Don't smoke weed, man. Don't do drugs. Come on. Seriously. It just keeps blowing my mind. Now, this is what really gets me. He's now saying he needs to go to rehab for depression. Was it depression that made you smoke weed, Martavius? No, it wasn't. It was you're a moron. I am so sick of this. And we saw it with Gary Lyon a couple of weeks ago because he banged his mate's wife. Shuts vibe. And it's just, oh, no, I'm depressed. That's why I did it. Depression is a disease and you can't just use it when you get in trouble and when you get caught to get out of something. It's bull crap. Martavius Bryant has an addiction to weed because he grew up doing it his entire life. If he can't stop that, that's his problem. It's not depression's problem. I tell you that much. What is he depressed about? He's the best. He's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Get over it. I, I hate that excuse. It really, really shits me. And the biggest thing about it is, they only test for weed for two months a year, and it's these two months. It just so it's March and April, but that's the only time, unless you get caught. Then and you they get keep it, more. it quiet. Well, this is his third, t- and they third can time. test to get suspended for a year. It's actually your fourth. Okay, well, he was suspended for four games last year for it. So, yeah, yeah. that was his third hit. This is his fourth. It's just, I don't know. I, Put down the pipe, bro. What, yeah, what, what do you reckon Tomlin's doing right now? He's just, when he's heard that, he's like, what? 
can I well, do? This Seriously, is the thing. That I thought they were offense in the league. I thought they were going to be so explosive last year. They they lose the running back. He was outstanding last he year. He was great when he came back. Yeah. And now they don't have him. You got Bell coming back off a of knee Who reconstruction. Knows? He's Who been injured the last two seasons in a row. And just gets worse. And Ben and worse. gets no younger every year. I know. Uh, look, it blows my mind how they do it. I said we obviously come from a different lifestyle and a different world. He's grown up doing it his entire life. It must be a different story in America, but I said, just three months of the year. Just don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. And, and once you're caught, you know what? You've been caught. You just got to, You can't do it anymore unless you want to sit on the sideline and not play in the NFL and end up like Jamarcus, Ru- Jamarcus Russell. Is that his name? The quarterback who's now broke with no money. Oh, purple drink. Yeah, yeah. and no friends because he, he can't stop yeah, getting drunk all the time. Either way, moving on from that, we're going to take a look oh, quickly at some... before we move on. How do you think it? How badly do you think it affects the Steelers? Massively. I think that really. Put, I don't think they can win a championship without that. No, they can still win the division, but they can't win at all. Agreed. And if um, the Red Rifle comes back fit and ready to go, that's the team I'd be more concerned about. Yep, absolutely. We're going to take a quick look at some trades before we get over to free agency. Uh, there's been a bunch just lately, James. Where do you want to start? Jonathan Cooper. Yeah, the Bennett. Patriots. So they traded Chandler Jones. It's it's all the Patriots the last couple of days. Chandler Jones to Arizona for Jonathan Cooper and a second round pick. That's the number sixty first overall. Exactly. So I don't think it's a terrible trade for both teams. Chandler Jones was an outstanding pass rusher last year, one of the best in the NFL, first team All Pro. I Arizona had no that's, pass. That rush is the last one year. position they need. And it's the one position the Patriots needed was an O-lineman. Jonathan Cooper's a former first-round pick. He is going into the final year of his rookie deal. Uh, started, I think he started 14 games from last year. Had a couple injuries, but is a solid guard. By no means is he the best player in the world, but he's a solid NFL guard. And then they can look at re-signing Because he's on that exactly. rookie deal. He's only like on he's 2.3 on million or yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's not much for a guard. And even I think though Chandler I think he was Jones taken in the top 10. was just short of eight. Yeah, seven something. Yeah, Chandler Jones is a is a, one of the best pass rushers in the NFL, and he's young. But he had some off field issues late in the season last year. I don't know whether that leads to it. It always concerns me when a team trades away a premium pass rusher because they don't fall out of trees. Arians so, has a good track record of evening play. The way this out. looks right now to, to me, it looks like a really good trade for both teams. If Unless there's something wrong with Chandler Jones, which I don't, I doubt you could get tricked by that. You're going to have medicals and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so if he works out to be the player he was in New England in Arizona, they're going to have that pass rusher they need. They can find another guard. There's no, you can find a Jonathan Cooper replacement easier than can you can find a Chandler Jones, in my opinion. New England also traded for Martellus Bennett, tight end. That was. Um for a fourth round pick, they got a six back in return. Uh, so the 127th pick went over to Chicago. The 104th pick came back in that trade. And Bennett. Now they've been trying and to Bennett trade himself. him for for 18 months since last off season. He is a really, really good tight end. He'll he look even better play, opposite Gronk. He's going to play the Aaron Hernandez role there, except he won't shoot anyone. Hopefully, uh, but the other thing it is, if Gronk goes down, he's a legitimate number one tight end that can step in. You can play them both together. If anything happens to Gronk, you've got him. Really great trade by them. They're not giving up a whole lot. A fourth-round pick, you are not going to get a player like like Bennett in that pick. No. Um, he's a bit older. He's about 29, but that's certainly not old in the, in the, in the tight end business. Then the, only, the other trades we want to look at is the Philadelphia Eagles. They want to get rid of every single bit of Chip Kelly stank. They want it all out of the building. They want it all gone. So we'll start 
first move, they traded DeMarco Murray to the Tennessee Titans. They then traded Kiko Alonso and Brian Maxwell to the Miami Dolphins. And just recently, they traded Mark Sanchez to the Dolphins for a packet of chips and a beer. Yeah, it's all pretty bad. I love the... Um, oh, I'm having a mental blank. The the running back for the Tennessee, the Tennessee getting him. That's DeMarco, DeMarco Murray. Murray. That's an outstanding pick for them. They've signed a couple of guards, in, a guard and a center in free agency. They're going to take Laramie Laramie Tunsil with the first pick. They're rebuilding that O line. They're going to be a power run system. They gave up absolutely nothing to get him. Six round pick or something like that. They've got him. His cap hit is nothing bad because he's he's reworked his contract for them. So I think that's a really good move. I also don't mind the Eagles getting rid of him because they weren't using him. He didn't like it. He didn't like their system, so he's moved on. They let him go for free, basically. What I do hate is the trade that the Miami Dolphins accepted. So they got Maxwell and Kiko Alonso. Now at this point, Kiko Alonso had a great rookie year and has done nothing since. He's shown he can get sideline to sideline. He can't shed a block and he can't penetrate. So he's not, in my opinion, you're playing a 4-3. You want your middle linebacker to be able to, able to penetrate. That's the whole idea of it. Maxwell had, is the worst free agent signing from last season. He's paid way too much money. So the Dolphins get them and swap first-round picks. That's all they did. Yep, so they went but down to 13 and the Eagles, Eagles came up to 8. I, I think that is the dumbest trade. They have no cap already. It's great Seriously. for Philly. When we talk, when we talk for agency, which is next, the Miami Dolphins are just making some moves. Uh, I just, I, I'm, I'm speechless about them. It, they're so stupid. It's like there's a kindergarten kid running their team. It's unbelievable. But I said Philly have traded those those contracts off. They've saved themselves a ton of money, and then they've gone to free agency and, and re-signed guys. They've got rid of that Chip Chip Kelly stink, which it does stink. You can still smell it all the way in Australia. <laughs> so, look, that's the bottom line. They needed to do that. I think the Philly have done a great job, personally, which is the first time I've said that in a long time. Yeah, look, they probably... I think they gave away DeMarco Murray for, for free, basically. I think they um, could have... If they'd wanted to use DeMarco Murray, they could have. So whether they know something we don't, that's... But, but the new coaching staff didn't even get a shot with him. I'm surprised what they gave him away for. It was absolutely nothing. Yep. Um, yeah, they swapped fourth-round picks and gave Murray okay, away. Yes. Yeah. So, clearly they wanted to get out from the money or get out from under the contract, or they just didn't raid him, or whatever it is, I think he's got much better chance in Tennessee. I think he'll be succeed. really successful. That O-line's been real built. Mariota's a really good quarterback. I I just think it's it's a great move. And they've been doing some good moves with their O-line as well. Yep. So, yeah, I, I think it's good for Tennessee. They've got something to be excited about. That's the only thing. Other than that, I think the other moves Philly made, are, I think, are great. Yeah, great moves. They, they cleared cap and got rid of crap players, basically. All right, we're going to take a look at the NFL free agency next. All right, James, how do you want to attack this? Because you wanted to do every single team, and I said that would be boring as batshit. So how do we want to do this? Of course, of course, of course. Richie gets his own way. We're going to discuss the top 31 um, paid free agents. Which, it's where the way we are uh, ordering them is by guaranteed money. So we're going to start from the top, work our way down, and we'll just have a little discussion on most of them. Some of them aren't that interesting, but a lot of them really are. So we'll start with Olivia Vernon, who signed a five-year, $85 million contract with $52.5 million guaranteed 
which is an average of seventeen million dollars a year if if the guarantee spreads into the rest of the contract. So not a bad earning there for Olivia Vernon. This is ridiculous. He was the number one ranked defensive end on Pro Football Focus last year. Fifty two million. Yeah, that's what. Ah, oh, look. Let's, it's an eighty. Look, all right. He's not going to look. He might play all five years. He's only twenty five, but eighty five million dollars. There's there's good, like really good quarterbacks who aren't getting paid that. Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's different though. We all know Kraft's giving him a yacht or an island. No, he just somewhere pays him all in guarantees, which the inside <laughs> the playbook boys didn't understand the other day. Don't worry, guys. I'll explain it to you one day. Basically. He got massively overpaid. Now, this is the odd thing about it. The Miami Dolphins had him on a transition tag, which meant that they had the right to... Basically, he could go and receive offers, and they had the right to match. Now, the Miami Dolphins go and sign Mario Williams for a ridiculous contract. I'm not even sure if it's in the top... I'm sure it's in the top 31, and we'll get to it, and let Olivier Vernon walk. Wouldn't they have been better off keeping him on... Just franchise tagging him and keeping him? Yeah, I just don't get it. You sign thirty-two-year-old. Um, oh, it, it's just I, I believe you keep your own players, but Olivia Vernon has hit the jackpot. Good signing for the Giants or bad signing for the Giants? Money and everything into account. Uh, well, you don't know. If he plays awesome, well, it's great. But if he he's earning out, more than JJ Watt, can you see Olivia Vernon no, playing no, being better no, than JJ Watt? No, 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 I can't. I think it's a terrible signing. It's yeah. way too much money guaranteed for a guy who's played. Three solid seasons and one very good one. That, that's just that's just that's my opinion on it. Let's move on to number two. Malik Jackson signed a five-year, eighty-five million dollar contract with forty-two million guaranteed. The Jags basically had to spend money this year because they hadn't hit the they threshold. Short, yeah, they've been spending, short paying it for three years, which means if you don't hit that, you have to spread the threshold, whatever's left in the threshold, over the players you already have. So either you pay your play the players you already have, or you get new ones in. Malik Jackson had an outstanding season last year. Yes, it's a lot of money. I think he's a very good fit in in Jacksonville. I hope he's successful. I, yeah, look, much to Olivia Vernon, is he going to play up to that contract? Probably not. And he'll probably get cut in three years once the guarantees all run out. You're right. It's far too much money because it's $85 million over five. But... I think it's good signing. They're going to get three good years out of him. Easy. I agree. I think it's a good signing. Just It's just too much money. But what people have to understand is you've got $14 million extra in the cap this year. So every team has received that. The Jaguars had something like $90 million in cap space after the, after the season ended. So they needed to sign guys. And in terms of signing, I think he was the best available free agent. And they went and signed him. So I can't, I can't bag him for that. You reckon he was number one free agent that was out there? Yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. I was the way he played in the in the playoff run. He was in, he could have been the best Denver player if it wasn't for Von Miller. Yep. Here's someone who definitely wasn't the best Denver player: Brock Osweiler, quarterback. Denver going to Houston, four year deal, seventy two million dollars, thirty seven million guaranteed. James, tell me how many different ways this was a horrible decision. I'm going to go the other way, Rich. Oh, you're you're an idiot. I like it. I like it. What, what held back the Texans last year? Tell me what held them back. Quarterback play. Thank you. They're taking a chance. Yes, it's too much money. But it's whatever. Ever, apparently, Denver offered him $17 million a year. So three, $4 million less. Uh, like, you can't. Great. So so a pouty little child has come to you, uh, your organization. Oh, he's in FU mode. Yeah, he's got their shits up because yeah, he's 
the yeah, Texans to play in the needed a quarterback. That's the that's the thing that's holding him back. They went and got what they think is. I'm not going to bag them for taking a crack at it. At least they're trying to to, to improve their team. At no. least they're not going out and play, paying Olivia Vernon eighty five million dollars when they've already got defensive ends. Yeah, that's that, that would be stupid. But this guy's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Is he? Do we yeah. know? He's played seven games. Are you telling me he would he wouldn't have won the Super Bowl last year if? if if Kubiak uh, no doesn't make a dumb decision and bench him when it wasn't even he didn't do anything wrong, no idea. Oh, hey, they were going to lose that game. Either way, they needed a quarterback. He was the best quarterback available. Would you prefer him or Ryan Fitzpatrick? Or do you want to draft one with the twenty fifth uh, yeah. pick? Yeah, you, you I'll, want, I'll, I'll draft you, one. You want to get Connor Cook to come in and be like EJ Manuel? Is that what you want uh, to do? No, there is no way Connor Cook's going to be as bad as EJ Manuel. Are you oh, sure? Oh yeah. What do you want to bet on that? EJ Manuel was. The 16th pick in the draft and was And it the was first always going to stink. He never should have been taken in the this first quarterback round. Draft, this quarterback draft is, is similar. Oh, no. I'll, I'll have Cook. End <laughs> right, of the well, week. Well, so either way, would you prefer Cook or take your chance with Brock Osweiler? I, I know what you I'm You know doing. what? I'd take Cook on a rookie deal. Yeah. They've, they've got plenty of cap. Either way, we disagree on it. They needed a quarterback. They've, they're taking a chance. At least they're trying. That's all I'll say. Uh, moving on. This is... This just... Tag this. This is the worst for agent signing in the NFL. Janoris Jenkins, 27 years old, gets a five-year, $62.5 million contract with $28.8 million guaranteed. Janoris Jenkins, Richard, is now the second highest paid cornerback in the NFL behind Darrell Revis. And just keep in mind that the LA Rams franchise tagged another cornerback because they didn't want Janoris Jenkins. Nice move, Giants. Yeah, this... This is horrible. It stinks. This one's indefensible. It, you know what? If he ends up being the best corner in the league, I will eat my words. But at this point, they are paying him for what they want him to be, not what he is. It is the worst signing. This It's by, it's by far the worst for agent signing this season. Yeah. Uh, I can't disagree. All right, it's we'll, so bad. We'll quickly move through a few. We've got Alex Mack signed a uh, five-year, $45 million deal. Biggest interesting part was the Browns offered him more money. On his current, he he voided his contract, which he was allowed to. Um, so just quick, so this is an interesting story. He he wanted to leave in free agency last last off season. The Browns put a transition tag on him. He then went to the Jaguars, and his agent got this deal basically that after one year meant he could void his contract, and it was for really good money. The Jags said, "Yep, we agree to that deal." The Browns then matched it. How good was his agent putting in a no trade clause? And the fact that he could void his contract after one year, which meant that if the Browns matched it, he gets paid well for a year and then can still yeah, void can it leave. and get to free agency. Great move by his agent. Um, dumb move by the Browns. They should have let the Jags have him. Either way, he is 30 years old, which is a little bit on the do you old think side you'll see out? Do you think you'll see out this five-year deal? Centers normally do. O-Lyman o- played till they're 35. That's, that's the average age, so for a good one anyway. Um, he is a good one. You know, it's not a massive amount of money. I think it's it's a good move by Atlanta. Atlanta need it. Yeah, he just we always talk Atlanta. about their O line. Oh, yeah. They've been trying to, to fix that O line for five years. Yeah, spot on. Um, speaking about O line, this is tag it, Chris. My favorite signing: the Oakland Raiders signed. Do you want to have a crack, crack at his name? Not even a little bit. Kalechi Osamale. Well said. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> the old slow clap. 26 years old. He has a $58.5 million deal over five, $25.5 million guaranteed. 
great move. He's the premium guard in the NFL last season, the number one rated guard on pro football focus. The Raiders, that was one of their weakest spots. They go and fix it. He can also play tackle. He's played tackle in the NFL as well. So he's a real versatile guy. Absolutely terrific signing. I like that one too. Taking a look at the next one here, we've got Damon Harrison, D-Tackles, making the long walk from one locker room in MetLife Stadium to the other locker room in MetLife Stadium. He goes from the Jets to the Giants. Five-year deal seems to be the standard. $46 million, $24 million guaranteed. Richie, if I told you you could ha- you could pay a two-down lineman pass rushing money, would you pay him? No, because pass rushing is made on third down. Thank you. This guy is a two-down lineman. Look, his name, first of all, is Snacks Harrison. Okay? <laughs> so let's get that right. Uh, I'm, I'm ragging on the Giants today. Not a bad. That's not as bad as their other signings, but here's a guy that's going to play first and second down for him, and yeah, he'll be good at it. There's no doubt about it. But you're still paying a lot of money for a guy who plays two downs. It's it's that simple. I mean, at least his D tackle is inside. They he's, didn't he's pay him for bad. an edge rusher. He isn't as bad as the others, and the guarantee money is not that ridiculous. But he is 27 years old. He's on a five year deal. He's definitely not going to play that out as a D tackle. Either way, not a, not not as bad as the others, but still not very good. Um, quickly touch on Brandon Brooks has left Houston, gone into Philly. Five years, $40 million, $21 million guaranteed. Pretty good contract. He's a, he's a solid, above-average starting guard. Uh, Philly, I, I think that's a pretty good signing by Philly. God, I'm being nice to Philly today. It's blowing my mind. <laughs> that's, a, that, that's a really good signing by them. Uh, Mitchell Schwartz, another Cleveland Brown, makes a run for it. He heads over to Kansas City on a $33 million deal, $20 million of it guaranteed. He's only 26 years old. Um, yeah, he's a pretty good player. He's getting paid over the odds here. but Do you know what happened with him at Cleveland? I would have no idea. So they started negotiations with him. They came to an agreement on a deal, a verbal agreement. He went, yep, I really want to stay with you guys, even though nobody else wants to. You have no quarterback and no no, no wide receivers, no quarterback, nothing. You have no players. I'll stay. That's fine. He's an above-average starting right tackle in the NFL. They then try and they start courting some other tackle. I can't even remember his name. We'll get to him later. Not a great player. Oh, Stevenson from the Chiefs. They start courting him. He goes, why are you going after him? You've, I've agreed to you. And they're like, oh, we've decided we're not going to um, honor the contract. So he said, yep, yeah, no worries. See you later. Signed a deal with Kansas City within 20 minutes. I, I just cannot believe how Cleveland Such Browns could brownie teach thing to do. people like that. Oh, just, anyway, I just thought that was an interesting story about how poorly he was treated. And he was going to stay in Cleveland, do the right thing. He was going to you know, be the team guy. But they pushed him out, which is just ridiculous. Highest paid skilled player, Marvin Jones, wide receiver, leaving Cincinnati, heading for Detroit. I guess he'll be the new Calvin Johnson. $40 million deal, $20 million of it guaranteed. Bad, bad deal. He's a third receiver, second at best. At best, a second receiver. Don't don't like it at all. It's going to put a ton of pressure on Golden Tate. You know, it, it might pan out, but it's way too much money for, for that player. I will say, there's not a lot of guaranteed money on a, you know twenty million over four five years. It's not it's not it's not much. It'll be gone in the first two years. Then you can make your assessment after it. Uh, this is another another one I really like. You're going to hear me liking a lot of the Raiders signings because well, I think two, they're outstanding. Put them both into one. You got Sean Smith signed a four year, thirty eight million dollar, twenty million guaranteed. Bruce Irvin um, signed a four year. $37 million, $19 million guaranteed. That's the one I like. They are both I terrific really signings. Like Sean Smith had a really good season last year for the third-ranked defense in the NFL at Kansas City. He's long. He can play the ball. 
He's an outstanding player. Bruce Irvin, it surprises me he's 29 years old. Considering he's just coming off his rookie contract, he must have played late into his scene. He must have played his senior year. Either way, you pair him with Khalil Mack, and he is now playing under the defensive coordinator, which was his linebackers coach at Seattle when he had his best year. I love the signing. I think it's really going to work. His production's going to go up. Yep, hundred percent miles for him. Let's move on to another of one of the worst signings I've ever seen. Kobe Fleener, the tight end. Five years, $36 million with $18 million guaranteed. He's earning more than Doug Martin, Lamar Miller, Arian Foster, any running back they got signed. I cannot believe that for a mediocre tight end. Who, are, they, are they trying to hope he's Jimmy Graham? Is that not, basically the go? He's not Jimmy Graham. It's terrible sign. Even if he ends up playing well, they're still paying way too much for him. If, if, he, if they got him for a bargain price, then he plays well, then it's a great move. It's way too much money. Yeah. He has to play awesome to make this worth it now. He's not going to do it. Uh, I, I think it's a terrible move. And interesting, as he left Indianapolis, he's one of those guys that left and said, oh, no one really wanted to, to work hard at Indianapolis. He's one of those blokes that, that tears everyone down after he leaves. The easy uh, thing to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're going to be surprised, Richie. The next one is one of my other favorite signings. Rodney McLeod, the free safety, 25 years old, leaves from LA into Philadelphia, 35 million, 17 guaranteed. I think that is an outstanding contract. I really like it. He's a very underrated free agent. I would have had him in my top 10 available free agents. They have got him for a bargain price. He's going to work with Malcolm Jenkins and become a great safety tandem. It makes me a little bit concerned for him to play the Eagles this season, but he is, I think that's a great signing. Jay Sweeney, guard from Seattle, has been signed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, my crappy Bucks, to a five-year deal, $32 million with $40 million guaranteed. I agree, it is a pretty good deal. It's a really good signing. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna slot in and be an upgrade from Logan Mankins, who was pretty good last year for you guys. I think he's a really good football player. Outstanding signing for them. Um, Muhammad Sanu signed a... Five-year, $35 million deal with Atlanta. Really good move to go they next expect, to Julio. Yeah, they expect him to play the Roddy White yeah, role. Yeah, and I think he can do that. Um, we work on... This is another one I like as well. I really wanted him at Cowboys, and we've talked about it. <laughs> Lamar Miller. He still went to Texas. Lamar Miller, 24 years old, finishing his fourth year in the NFL. That's pretty impressive. Um, four years, $26 million, 14 guaranteed. He is a difference maker. I think he could be huge for them. Running backs just don't get paid, do they? No, they really don't. It, it, it blows my mind. It's how... all production. They'll give them a, a decent contract. It, no, nothing guaranteed. Nothing guaranteed. No, it's just the way it is now. And like, Look at DeMarco Murray. He had one of the best running back seasons ever, and he couldn't could barely get any money and then just got traded like, yeah. in, within a season. So it's just for the way it goes. Exactly, for nothing. And he has to go to Tennessee now, which is you know, it's a nice city. Fun for everyone. <laughs> Lamar Miller. I, how, do you, how do you think you, they've added Osweiler and Lamar Miller? I think that's going to be pretty. You've, you've already got DeAndre Hopkins. Lamar Miller's there. going to tote the rock because they let Foster go. Yep. And when you've got a, an elite weapon on the outside and Osweiler can get it down the field, that should soften up those front sevens. I think it's a great So move. I think he could have a really good year. And if he was on my fantasy team, I would have been happy with the move. He's on my fantasy I team. I know he is. He is. And, I, who, have, who um, was and I have DeAndre last Hopkins. Year. You were the champion. Thank Richard. you. I will never take that from you. Uh, Eric Weddle, 31 years old, four years, $26 million, only 13 guaranteed. So they're basically giving him a year and a half worth of guarantees on a massive amount. 
where this concerns me, do you remember when Ed Reed left Baltimore and went to Houston and he just wasn't the same guy? He wasn't the same guy in his last year at Baltimore. Exactly, and that's what Eric Weddle had a sneaky good year and I think Baltimore might get an okay year out of him next year, but that's it. And that's kind of what the contract says, but I will say one thing, Baltimore are pretty good at getting under the radar deals, so... I don't. I don't mind it. They've taken a chance for not a lot of money. I think it's pretty. He's and he has been a fantastic player over his career. Oh yeah. So I, I hope he has a good end of the career. Um, Travis Benjamin, twenty six years old, goes from Cleveland. Surprise, surprise. Over <laughs> to San Diego, where he actually have a quarterback to throw to him. Twenty four million, thirteen guaranteed. Nothing to, you know, be upset about if you're well, a San he Diego have, fan. Well, he doesn't have to be number one down there. No, number two receiver. I think it's. A, I think that's a really good signing by them. Again. Um, this is another one I really like. Deshaun Gibson, 25 years old, free safety. He's gone from left Cleveland, as, as everyone is. Well, people are starting to call them at Cleveland University because yeah. you do your four years <laughs> and then leave. you leave. Yeah. Um, he was a uh, pro bowler not last season, the year before. He was hurt a lot last year. He signs a five-year, $36 million deal, which is a good contract, but only $12 million guaranteed. So there's if he is unsuccessful after a couple of years, you, you, you can, can get rid of that. Hurt, yeah. But at 25 years old, I think that's a really good... If he can get healthy and play like he did two seasons ago, which there's no reason he can't, he could be a very good signing for them. I really like it. Next one up, Jeff Allen, guard, Kansas City, going to Houston. They continue to look to upgrade that O-line. Pretty good deal here, $28 million bucks, only $12 million guaranteed. A great deal. I, I think he's as good as Brooks, who they who signed at uh, Philly, if I'm not wrong, and they've got him for <laughs> half the money. So I think it's a great deal by them. They've, you know, they're, they're trying to keep that O line solid. Uh, let's Danny Trevathan. You called this. I'm going to give you I all did the credit. Call it. Thank you. He's, he's gone from Denver back to his old mate John Fox um, into Chicago. And what I will say, we won't get to him, but they also signed the linebacker from the Colts, uh, Freeman, to, to, to Terrell Freeman. They've put in those two guys. They're both three, four guys. Great middle linebackers. They have Parnell McPhee, who should have been a pro bowler last year, playing on the outside. This is such a good contract. That, yeah, that defense. Oh, sorry, I didn't even say the contract. Four years, $24.5 million, 12 guaranteed. I, I think... You tell me Denver don't match that? That's what I couldn't believe. <laughs> he I just thought, must have wanted to I go. I thought he played well last year. He was an outsta- like, He was the leader of that defense. Yeah. It's an outstanding player. Oh, He wasn't the poster boy because of who else is on that, on that, te- on that Denver team. But Obviously. He's a good player. Absolutely. And it's a great move by yeah, Chicago. I'm not surprised he went back there. And Chicago's defense was getting quietly good last season, late in the season, for a team that had just moved to a 3-4 and had guys off the street that have never played it before. I thought they, seriously, I think that they've made some, they've had a good offseason, a good free agency period so far. Um, quickly want to discuss this. Chase Daniel, quarterback from Kansas City to Philadelphia, 21 million, 12 guaranteed. He'll be their starting quarterback. That's what I would rather take him rather than Osprey. Osl- Osweiler. Yeah. They're, they're exactly there the same. There I wouldn't go against that. And, it, and it's millions and millions yeah. of dollars cheaper. You're right. I, I, both... I think Chase Daniel will start for Philadelphia. He'll beat out Bradford. I don't think either one of them are particularly good or particularly bad. They're just two dudes yep. who we don't know if they're any good or not. The only difference is one is only getting $12 million of guaranteed money and the other is getting 37 yeah, exactly. I, I, look, I think that's a good move again by Philadelphia. Really, maybe it was just Chip Kelly. I didn't Don't like. worry, mate. They always win the off season. Just relax. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. They always win the off season. Uh, 
Moving on, Derek Johnson, inside linebacker, 33 years old, re-signs with the Kansas City Chiefs. Great move by them. He's an outstanding football player. 21 million, 12 guaranteed. They're basically giving him two years guaranteed, one and a half years guaranteed. I, I don't know if he'll see the end of that. He'd be 36 if he sees Basically, that what they're out. saying is we're going to pay you 14 million the first year because yeah. that's what you're worth, and then you it'll it'll teeter out from there. Jeremy Lane, a great re-signing by Seattle, four years, 23 million, only 11 guaranteed. Absolutely outstanding deal for a really solid corner. And what I like about it, he was good in their system last year and they kept him around. I really like that to go over aside from Richard Sherman. Uh, here's your Tampa Bay Bucks, mate. Robert Ayers, uh, three years, 20 million, 10 and a half guaranteed. You need ends. I don't think it's a bad move. We do. He's 30. We're basically giving him that 10 million. Uh, that mu- that, giving him one that's year. That's all going to be in the first year. Yeah. Um, Look, if we can get some good production out of him, like like he's shown, my consider he goes missing occasionally, uh, and like all of a sudden he's like on your radar. You're like, gee, he's playing really well, and you don't hear from him. He was the best weeks, defensive end at the Giants last year. That doesn't surprise me because old Fingerless only came in halfway through the year. <laughs> we won't get to it. He got re-signed he did one get year, re-signed. eight million dollars. So, <laughs> not Look, a bad I'm, deal. I'm not mad about that. It's ten million bucks. No, nah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, the next one is a move again. I really like. Uh, Chris Ivory, who I can't believe the Jets let walk. He was so good for them last year, but he's gone. Jacksonville, five years, $32 million, but only 10 guaranteed, which is pretty typical for a running back. Great signing for them. Really great signing. I'm I love it. I'm shocked the Jets didn't give him, why not say, $35 million and 15 guaranteed, and he w- w- would have signed. There's a lot of odd things the Jets do. Um Donald's, oh, sorry, Alex Boone has has gone from San Francisco to Minnesota. He's a tough power running guard. He's on a four year, twenty seven million dollar deal with ten guaranteed. Really like that for Minnesota. He's going to help solidify a pretty terrible O line. Cedric Thornton, defensive end, has gone from Philly to to my Cowboys. Four years, seventeen million, only nine guaranteed. Purely the reason is there. He's not a pass rusher, but as someone who's watched him play against the Cowboys. He gave uh, Zach Martin, our two-time All-Pro guard, a bit of trouble in the running game. So I think you'll find that a lot, that teams see a guy dominate them and think, oh, maybe we should it get him. It happens all the time. Yeah. They go, I, oh, he played so well against us, and they bring him over. I'm, I'm certainly not against it. Now, we're up to the lucky last player on our top 31, and here's the reason we went from 30 to 31. It is Matt Forte, 30 years old, heads from Chicago to the New York Jets, $12 million over three years, nine guaranteed, though. So it's a basically all guaranteed yeah. contract. Yeah. It's it's a... It's, it's two a one, years it's of, a, of guaranteed money. Yeah. How successful do you think he's going to be there? Not very. Not very? No, not, not particularly. No, no more than Ivory, who's three yeah. years younger than him and is leaving town. I, I tend to agree. <laughs> so for, for a million dollars difference of guaranteed money. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with you. I don't know if it's a great deal, but at least think, the Jets are having a crack at it. I don't think something. Forte's used up by any stretch of the imagination. I actually think he's he's really good out of the passing game. He, he's an outstanding pass protection back. Oh, yeah. Most people don't realize how good he is. He will find you and he will hit you. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a, a really good, good he, he's pass good, protection good pass back. Pro. But he's, he's not running out of sight. No. No. Know? And we'll see what happens. Look. That's the end of our French thing. Only one question, Richie, for you. 
You can ask me who won free agency. No, I don't ask dumb questions like that. <laughs> who Do you is, want me to grade it? Who's your best signing and your worst signing? Uh, the best signing is Tampa getting Doug Martin back for not appearing on this list because there isn't a heap of guaranteed money. It's a great list. It's um, a great deal. Which I'm very happy at. And the worst signing is Brock Osweiler. Okay. 72 million bucks for four years is ridiculous. And I know that I tagged a few during it, but these are the ones I have written down. My best signing, my favorite signing is Ladarius Green going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Four years, $20 million, only five guaranteed. So they're basically guaranteeing his first year. I think he has not, he has been unsuccessful because he's behind Antonio Gates and just couldn't beat out a great player. Uh, I think he's going to go and replace Heath Miller in that offense. And now with Martavius Bryant missing the season, he could become a real weapon for them. Similar to when Bennett, who just got traded to the Patriots, left the Cowboys and went to Chicago. You know, he had Jason Witten in front of him and he went to a team where he could. My worst signing, Richard, is Olivia Vernon. I just cannot believe. I, I Don't get me wrong. I love Olivia Vernon as a player. And I was talking about him. I wanted him the Cowboys to sign. He's one of those guys I wanted. But it's just too much money. It's just simply too much money for a guy who's... Is he going to be better than J.J. Watt? And that's the question I'm asking everyone. He's earning more money than J.J. Watt, the best player maybe ever. Like one of the best ever defensive players. This, I mean, it's, it blows my mind, but that's certainly mine. Chris, do you have a best and worst signing? I, I like them all. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Pokemon. Kind of. Got to catch them all. Catch them all. Well, I the like Giants them. are trying. They're, they're trying gonna, to spend all their money, so that's th- good. They're all going to be doing their hardest next year, so I'm, I'm pretty pretty much looking forward to everyone. <laughs> thanks for joining us, Chris. That thanks, was fantastic. Guys. Yeah, th- thanks for coming on. But before we move on, mate, can I talk to you about Lovey Smith? Yeah, of course you can. So for those who don't know, Lovey Smith signed to the University of Illinois uh, as their new head coach. Why? Well, he, he would have cl- got paid. He clearly didn't want to give it up. Likes football. Thought I'm going to give college a go. The money he's being paid borders on disgusting. How much is it? I'm just trying to find so I can give you the exact number. But <laughs> do you want me to do, do you want me to stall? If you can find it while you're searching, I'd, I'll just head off on a rant about college football. I love college football. I know you do. Richard. It is my favorite. It's a better game than the NFL. No, it's not. It's a different game. It's a better game it's than the NFL. Better. Are there better Stop players arguing in college? And look up what he's going to get paid. Are there better? Co- are there better players in college? That's where, not what I said. Where are the better players? That's not what I said. Hence, so because there's worse players, it's a better game. Yes. Why? Because guys get scored on more and no one can play defense. It's a better game. And because they gang up on the crappy schools because all the good schools recruit them. Oh, that's fun. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, Lovey Smith, who last time you saw him was flaming out in Tampa Bay. Well, did he? he kind of goes, goes back home, goes to Champaign, Illinois, which is where the University of Illinois, the Illini, are at. He gets this just disgusting contract. Well, Chris has got it. I can't, I couldn't find what he got, man. 21 over 6 plus 4 million per assistant. Yeah. So this what? is 21 mil over 6 4 million years per assistant he gets and 4 extra. 4 million per assistant, yeah. So every coaches he has under him, he gets paid for them. I wouldn't have thought no, so. That's what they get. No, I think coaches get 4 million. The assistant coaches get 4 My million. My point. So he gets good assistant coaches better than the assistant coaches and they were getting previously I assume. Yeah. 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 Illinois is a dumpster fire when it comes to football. They are the bottom of the Big Ten. They're 
terrible, and they have been terrible for a long time. So clearly they're making a splash trying to sort this out. But the college kids get no money at all. They get, oh, Sorry, that's not true. They get a little bit. They get some And then you bring in a, a splashy bag. guy like this to turn it around. He'll be fired in three years because he's not going to win more than four or five games. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, and you're the guru on, on college, but it's all about recruitment. Yeah, exactly. If Lovey Smith came to my house and was like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm Lovey Smith. You want to come play in my Tampa 2? It's only 50 years old. You know? I'd be like, nah, mate, I'm going to go to Oregon and just be a sick pass rusher and wear that awesome costume. Yeah. Or I'm going to go, nah, Nick Saban's now coming next. Exactly. You're just not going to sign with him. It's just You're just not. Ridiculous. <laughs> Although that being said, I did hear a, a really disgusting <laughs> stat as well that what Nick Saban gets paid by the University of Alabama. Oh, it's disgusting. He could give $50,000 to every single player under scholarship on his team and he would still earn $5 million per year. Is he you could give how much? How much money, sorry? 50000 to every to single every player, player and he'd still earn $5 million per year. Yeah. Isn't he one of the highest paid people in Alabama or something? Like, he's, he's... he's the highest paid public employee. Yeah. In the state of Alabama, right. yes. I'm just just a quick on Lovey Smith. Have you seen all his coaches? I bet you they're all his spaz coaches who used to coach my team. Every one of them are in their very first year of coaching for Illinois. So he's brought all of them with yeah, him. He's not retained him. anyone. Um, and well, uh, Luke, Luke Butchus is the... I, one I agree with that. So no, yeah, if you take over a college program, you've got to sweep it normally out. Normally they... Man, no, you don't try and guy. keep him. You keep your you don't, Is that more of an NFL thing? You've got a good coach. You try and kind of keep it. College and, books would be College just sweep it out. Yeah, Similar to what you said about Nick Saban, and this is a little bit off topic, but in the baseball, they worked out if you took... There was a math... If you bought took three percent of every major league baseball's contract and spread it through the minor leagues, every player would earn every minor league player would earn ten percent more than what they earn, which is just one percent to give ten percent or three percent to give ten. It, it was bizarre to me. Like it's just crazy because like, you've got guys like A Rod earning one hundred eighty oh, million dollars. Just disgustingly large amounts. No cap. That's what it is. But look. We're a football show, so sorry for talking baseball for a second. But yeah, it's very it's college is ridiculous with the amount of money they yeah, give because they don't have to pay players. Yeah, it's just insane. Do you? Th- I, I'm I am personally of thing that players should get money. I do too. I I, I don't necessarily. It's say a they set should amount. be getting it. It's a set amount, but um, yeah, they should they should certainly get some because it's their likeness. It's on the shirt. You know, you you when well, you were at the why University isn't of Tennessee, there an NCAA you, football game anymore. Exactly. You went and bought when you were at the University of Tennessee. You went and bought the shirt with the ten on it for Peyton Manning. Sixteen. About, Sixteen. Yeah. Sorry, because it was the year. Yeah, but that's that's Peyton Manning. Everyone's saying it's Peyton Manning's number. So exactly. Does he get money that, from those sales? No, no. but he no, not that he needs he it, need but, it. But some of them. There's co- there's heaps of college kids who never make it in the NFL and never make any money. Yet they sold their shirt. The only a couple hundred thousand times. The only argument against that would be that if certain coaches can say, come to our university and we'll give you so much for however much we yeah, make. Yeah, and I'll put you on the sales. thing. So yeah. That's why they set the numbers. You want, Every player gets the same. Even though it's not an even playing field, the NCAA want to make it seem like it's an even playing field and they don't want to give certain coaches the opportunity to be able to give star players a number on uh, how much they would get if they yeah. go to that college well, and be able look, to sell their life. I'm not saying jersey. solving it would be easy. No, absolutely. But there's got to be difficult. a way to do it. There have to be something. And the thing, maybe it's... Every player in every position at the school gets the same amount of money. 
you know, every quarter, every starting quarterback, or you know what, every quarterback gets a hundred grand a year. Nah, it's got to be a flat amount. Otherwise, kids growing oh, up. Sorry, yeah, so, no, that's be, sorry, be. every pl- quarterbacks don't get more than DNs or running back. Everyone gets twenty five grand a year for but playing if that's in a across Division the entire school. Div one. You're going to get the smaller schools really in trouble. Do but you, it's not like basketball where you've got three hundred and fifty Division one schools. But there's still there's the, the lower end of Div one. Yeah, but still going to struggle to pay everyone. Yeah, you can't give them bucket. Do loads, you need sure. eighty five players on? Your roster on scholarship. Do you need that? No, it might it might stop colleges just taking guys for the sake of taking them. But that but that guy would probably never get a free education any other way. So there are so you want that. Okay, it's then you take you could go around and surfers all day with it really because that's why it's so difficult. At the end of the day, they get a free school, they get to live for free, and they they train at the best facilities in the world as well. Oh yeah, phenomenal facilities. It's the walk-ons I feel sorry for because they get nothing. Yeah. They sort of pay their own way through everything. Like and Clay go Matthews never got given a scholarship because Pete Carroll's like, your dad, your dad can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> Left him off the whole it's time. It's crazy. Whereas Johnny Manziel had a full scholarship and his dad's yeah. one of the richest people in America. So there you go. Last thing before we finish up today, Colin Kaepernick. Where do you think this guy's going to actually end up? Mm, Are they going to the be able 49ers. to trade him out? Do you think he'll finish up at the 49ers? I just don't think they have two, two. They want a second round pick for him, and no one wants to give more than a fourth. That's what's been rumored. Denver have offered them a fourth. Whether they can get something done, I think this is a deal that gets done maybe a couple of days before the draft. But Denver certainly need a quarterback. Could it, could it be a draft day even? Package up, moving Possibly. up or moving down, yeah, something yeah, like absolutely that? Absolutely, it could be. But at this point. My gut says he stays with he stays with the 49ers. Okay, but as you've seen today, the last couple of days with the trades that have been made by the Patriots, the when free agency starts to wind down is when you get a lot of trades. So it could happen. But I just think the 49ers have way too high a value for him. It's a guy they've said they don't want to start, they don't want him to be their quarterback, yet they want a second round pick. That's what I understand. You drafted him in the second round. So you're not going to get back what you got no. him for. It's just I think the 49ers, we all know what is it Jed York or whatever he is, he's a moron. Yeah. So we all know he'll end up hanging on to him. Uh, Blaine Gabbard will start, and or Chip Kelly will take Connoisseur or whoever in the, in the top. Con- who no, who's the Connoisseur? Sorry, back up in was it back right. up in Cleveland? I'm talking of yeah, Connor Cook or Carson Wentz or Jared Goff. He'll, he'll take one of them inside the top ten, and he'll build from there. So you know, we've all known Chip Kelly makes great moves in the past. So I'm sure he'll keep on, he'll keep hold of Colin Kaepernick. And leaving on that bombshell, thanks for downloading the SEN NFL podcast. You can follow James at Jartha6594. You can follow me at Richard03. Until we're next with you, we've got a couple more shows coming up. There'll be a draft spectacular. Hopefully a big guest James draft is, spectacular. James is doing a, a, a complete mock draft too, which he'll get all wrong. But it'll be fun to go through anyway. Why are you going to be like that? Why are you going to hate? Haters going to hate. That's why. So for James Arthur, for our producer Chris Tyler, I'm Richard Garraway. Thanks for listening. For more SEN America podcasts, head to sen.com.au. To keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on Facebook at facebook.com slash SEN America. Whether you've overdone it at the gym, at the dinner table, or on the couch. AHM Health Insurance have a cover for you. Join direct at ahm.com.au.